Now, similar to this, you know, attestation, there is certification for your cloud control. And again, this is the place where I know others you are pretty much familiar with that you usually work with the 27001. So, because what we are going to considering, uh, uh, going to consider is the certification of the cloud. Okay, so and security information management system certificate from ISO that what we will be considering. Okay, so while the SOC was the attestation, ISO 27001 process of information security management system is designed for your certification. Upon passing the audit process, any organization can have its information security management system certified. Okay, and ISMS will typically ensure that any you know, that a structured major and ongoing way of viewing security is taken across an organization, allowing security impact and risk-based decision to you know properly managed. Okay, so we have structured ways and we have a lot of the approach how to go there and work with over there. Okay. Right. Okay. Then you know of crucial importance is the your top-down sponsorship and endorsement of information security across the businesses. So it highlights its overall value and necessity. So now what again I have done, I have tried to just summarize the domains. So any more domain after you know two pages, I think I have added these things. So after this thing, if you want to add any other thing, yeah, we can discuss them as well. So first is the information security policies. It is setting up the policy for information security defined and approved by your management published and communicate to all the employees and all the relevant external parties so the policy for information security are going to be reviewed at planned intervals or if there is a significant changes that happen in the organization so you will be reviewing that then you know organization of information security it has to do with the responsibility of being defined and allocated it has to do with the all your conflicting duty and area of responsibility being segregated and reduce all the opportunity for any unauthorized and unintentional modification or misuse of the information so we just try to cover up the gray area overlapping area right so you know where you know uh, segregating the responsibility duty right we are trying to do that so that there is no issue. You know, each and everyone has proper responsibility defined, permission defined, so that you know it shouldn't be the case. You know, maybe that person has deleted it, or this person's job was this. It is not mine. So we try to do segregation of the duties over here. Okay, human resource security has to do with the background verification check on all candidates for employment, and this has to be carried out with the accordance with the relevant laws and regulation and ethics that are proportional to your business requirement 
okay then the you know, asset management is related to asset association with information and information processing facility being identified as an inventory of these asset being you know drawn upon and benefited means you have to simply in simple term you have to just manage the assets right so you know we need to asset uh, tag the given the particular asset id we need to track them as well so those should things should be in the proper then there should be there is the access control it has to do with the policy that are established to document and review based of the business information security requirement this is related to your network access uh you know network services being authorized for you so who can access the network how they can do that so it will be all related to that access control now cryptography is going to be the policy which is going to make use of you know, all of your uh, the cryptographic control that you have you know for the let's say that for the protection of some information that how you will develop the you know any particular cryptographic control how you'll be implementing them it will be the policy related to that so policy for the use you know uh, policy for use is protection of your lifetime management of the cryptographic key and verifying the development and implementation of cryptography across the whole life cycle at the different stages if you will be testing the out that okay i have to test it out that my cryptographic first my controls function devices services where i have to apply it, where i have to store keys everyone is working just fine right i have to make sure of that then if i make sure of that i need to make sure that i am doing proper life cycle management of that but how it will work now physical and environment security has to do with the protection of the area which is containing your sensitive or critical information like you know there are the talks like kfc's secret spices they have a recipe it is stored in a locker who will be there so if you have something like that you know trademark or some you know uh, your intellectual property you know very top secret your you know business secret is there so physically if you have a store somewhere so you have to you know that is a critical information you have to protect the area for that it would be you know this would be the whole processing facility it would be the you know all the compartment you know compartmentalized area throughout the organization that you have created how to give them the security that would be the part so operation security is documentation that is available for all user that needs that changes to the organization business process information processing facility and system that affect information security they will be controlled by the operation security over here now communication security has to do with the network being protected and controlled and the application would control them the service level that would manage them being maintained right so what you are doing you are just going with the communication security protecting the network properly the channels the application that is using them if you are using something like the sdn right so we have to make sure even though you are using sdn
So uh, you're talking about the communication you have to secure. Now, we have, you know, the duty of even, you know, what we have to do when we are talking about the system acquisition, development and maintenance. This is a whole phase, right? So we are talking about the information system across their entire life cycle. So whether, you know, something you are developing in, you know, internally or something you build or you develop internally or you acquire from somewhere, okay? Whether it is on the public or private network, the acquisition process and development process and maintenance, all these things should be considered. Whether you are developing, it's your own network, whether you're your third party or, you know, you are a very simple example is we use the key escrow. Okay, for recovering the keys. So are this is allowed. If this is allowed in your life cycle management, where you'll be storing it, how, you know, how these things will work, how where will be the key stores, everything, whatever, which system you are acquiring, developing, maintaining. So you have to think about the whole life cycle over there. Now, supplier relationships, they have to do with the you know, you just want to mitigate the risk that is associated with your supplier, right? So when supplier is accessing the organization, its asset, and you know what they are doing, they are bringing some risk with them. So you want to mitigate those risks, okay? So you come up with the, some, you know, relationship rules that is allowed, some NDAs that they need to sign. So that kind of thing is there. Then incident management, it is making sure is it, you know, incident management ensure the consistent and effective approach to the management of your information security incident, including communication on security event and weaknesses. And we have already seen the whole life cycle of the incident management that should be there. Then business continuity management. This is going to be related to the organization determining its requirement for information security and continuity of the information security if adverse situation come upon to the organization as the you know let's say that there is a disaster so how well you can continue let's say you know there was your system down still you are able to give 70 percent of your services you know 70 percent of the service although some traffic 30 percent of loss is there but still you are able to somehow handling this thing. So you, know, you are achieving your business goal still. And now when we are talking about the compliance, it has to simply do with your legislative, statutory and regulatory. And even, even your contractual agreement that organization must meet or organization must follow in to carry their business. So it is ex, you know, explicitly identified, documented and kept up to date for each information system and organization. So those are the legal binding. And yesterday we were all talking about the same thing, that those contracts are for the, when things they goes bad, not when things are going good. So that would be the ISO IEC. Now, code of practice for ISO IEC, you know, a complimentary, this is a complimentary document. A complimentary document is, Code of Practice ISO IC 27002. So what this is doing, this is just providing the guideline for the organization, uh, organization function security standard, including the, you know, 
what control you should be selecting, how you should be implementing and managing those controls, you know. And uh, it is with that, you know, it is going to take in the account or take into the consideration that the, what is organization information security risk environment? Okay, what are the risk environment? On the basis of that, it is going to just talk about the, you know, uh, provide some guideline on the what kind of the, uh, you know, security controls you should be having, the selection of them, the implementation, how you should be managing that. It is just regarding that guideline. And it is designed to be used by the organization that intend to select control within the process of implementing an information security management system, ISMS, based on the 27001. So if someone is thinking to implement with that, so it is specifically, you know, it is designed to use by the, you know, with the control of that 27001. It can also be used by the organization to implement commonly acceptable information security control. So any organization just want to deploy some of the security control, which is just commonly acceptable and develop then someone who want to develop their own information security management guideline. So it can help those people as well. Now it contain a list of security control objective and recommendation, right? So it recommend a range of very specific security control according to your industry's best practices, and it is leaving all it up to the organization to decide what kind of label and what kind of control you know uh, is appropriate given the risk tolerance of any specific operating environment right that is going to be there so it is just giving you the guideline giving you the list of the control in simple terms so iso 27002 which is kind of a supportive or guiding principle for 27001 Assigning you or suggesting you something that you know these are the control, you know, just stop your what are your requirement? Okay, what is your requirement? What are your risks specific to your organization? Uh, what you should be controlling and what you should not be okay, just choose from this list. It is just giving you the suggestion and some guideline over here. Right? So this is the ISO 27002. Then ISO 27018. It is again important. So, you know, as you have already given the exam of the CCSK and CCAK, I think there was some question from this. What we were talking about was uh, we were talking about the ISO 27018. It speaks the code of practice for protecting PII in your public cloud okay so the first element first element is going to be the your first element is going to be your you know uh, consent it has to do with the consent that is cloud service provider must not use any personal data that they have received for advertising and marketing unless explicitly you know unless expressly instructed to do so by the customer mean unless your customer is giving you the consent of using the data to use it for the marketing and advertisement you should not be using that and it also must be possible for customer 
to use the service without submitting to such use of their personal data for advertising and marketing if as a customer i don't want it to be used for the you know marketing and all you know we have that thing over there so we can force my customer over there now control is related to the customer having explicit control of how their information should be used transparency transparency is related to the cloud service provider informing customer where their data resides disclosing the use of subcontractor to process their pii and to make clear commitment about how the data is handled and then uh, there is going to be the communication in case of breach a cloud service provider should notify customer and keep clear record about the incident and their response to it okay there is an independent yearly audit a successful third party audit of the cloud service providers compliance document the service you know uh, of this you know their compliance document the services confirmance with the standard and showing that they can be trusted upon by the customer you know support their own regulatory obligation to remain compliant in this you know industry that they are participating in you know in so just you know to prove that yes we are following all the code of conduct all the policies governance all the things over there 